Well, welcome back, everybody, to the uh, episode five of the Brickscast. I'm joined by the other host, David. How's it going, man? Hey, man. I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm really, um, I'm sitting here excited uh, to talk about, to get back on the podcast, actually. It's our first episode after, I think, everything going correctly and, and like, launching on all platforms. Uh, so up to this point, we've done pretty well so far. I'm pretty happy with the feedback we've received on the podcast. And thank you to everybody who has provided feedback. It's been really helpful and really insightful. Um, we like the response so far, and we hope to continue doing this for uh, at least a, a few more episodes. I, I don't see us stopping anytime soon, do you? Yeah, I mean, as long as everybody continues giving us good feedback, letting us know that they're enjoying it, that we're going to keep making this. And I, I'm I'm absolutely loving seeing what people think of Aaron's opinions and, and, and hearing our discussions. Like I've, I just wanted to let you know, Aaron, that I was literally just watching coconut brick studios who, if you haven't subscribed to him on YouTube, for those of you listening, should go check him uh, check him out. He's a great mock builder. He's working on a course on mock. I was watching one of his live streams where he was building his mock and he was telling me that he enjoys bricks cast, the, the, our podcast. And he was saying that you specifically have some really spicy takes. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like Aaron. You know, I've heard that a lot, actually. It's about how uh, uh, how opinionated I am. And I think that, obviously, for some people, that could be a real turnoff. And I think that there was some commenters who expressed that. And to, to those people, if they're listening, I am sorry. Um, but no, you're not. I, I mean, I'm not, but <laughs> I can say <laughs> I, I can pretend I'm sorry. <laughs> and you know it's just the way I am at this point and you know I have plenty of friends who think it's great I think it's a, an interesting dynamic because if this podcast is just two people who are like praising Lego you know then what's the point of the podcast right because then you, you get that from anything else you know you can just watch a Lego news video where it's some guy being like oh my gosh there's a new Lego Star Wars X-Wing we'll get to that later um, <laughs> and you could hear all the, the, the praises that they would sing for it but I think that I'm really happy with it, and I think that I'm really coming into the, uh, uh, the, I'm saying this as I'm saying, uh, and stuttering over it, but I'm really coming to appreciate and start to learn more of the, how to talk to a microphone as opposed to, like, in a conversational sense. So it's been really fun. I'm really excited to see where this goes, and I hope this episode does well, and I hope you guys enjoy uh, what we've planned for today. So, um... If you have nothing else to say, David, I think we should get started with uh, our first thing, which we'll quickly talk about. Uh, what happened yesterday uh, at the time of recording was uh, Star Wars Celebration, or the last few days. Well, actually, today as well, there's there's news that came out this morning. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of read through all the, the main topics. I got it pulled up right now. So, Star Wars Celebration is happening as we're recording this. Some major news coming out. We got a huge drop of a brand new trailer of the Ahsoka series, a new live action show that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. We're supposed to be getting, or at least we're expecting to be getting, uh, Lego Star Wars that's based off Ahsoka later this year. There's a lot of rumors pointing to a September release, so I'm very excited to see what comes from that. And so if you watch the Ahsoka trailer, it's pretty easy to guess and imagine what characters we might get out of Lego if they make sets based off of it. So that's all really exciting. So the Ahsoka trailer is definitely the probably the biggest news out of Friday, alongside with... Kathleen Kennedy, head of Lucasfilm, announcing three new Star Wars movies, no date given. I, I'm i guessing probably two, three years at minimum before we'll see any of this happen. 
Um, but of the movies, Dave Filoni is going to be making basically like an Avengers-esque like tie-in movie of all the Disney Plus shows. So that's like the Mando uh, verse. So the Mandalorian, oh, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka. Um, what else do we have? Those are the, the I could think of off the top of my head. But all of these shows kind of building a bigger story, I imagine, around Thrawn and Ezra and what events will take place with that. And he's going to be making a movie. They didn't say whether the movie would be released on Disney Plus or in theaters. A lot of people I've been seeing are guessing in theaters. But I think it's going to be the first like Star Wars movie to be released on Disney Plus. Because that wouldn't really make sense in my eyes. Why would you release a movie in the theaters for those like connecting events that can only be seen within a TV show on Disney Plus? Like, you know, doesn't doesn't that make more sense if they, if they just release it on Disney you're... Plus? You're probably right. I, I know that the Disney's probably interested in, in making their platform stronger and stronger. And and to put like this aside real quickly, I mean, no matter my opinion on the shows, Disney has built an incredibly well-liked and well-stocked uh, streaming service, which you can't say about some of the competitors it has. So I think that it's definitely a possibility. I don't know about all the movies they announced being on streaming only, but I feel like the um, the garbage one, I'm sorry, the Filoni one <laughs> will be on streaming services. Oh my yeah. god! I actually like Dave Filoni, Aaron. Believe it or not. Oh, I, oh trust me, I love Dave Filoni's work. He made my childhood. Okay, I I, I love his work Clone Wars until 2019. Then I hate his yeah. work. Yeah. Okay. So right. we can agree well, there. But yes, yeah. good. <laughs> Some of the other movies announced was uh, quote unquote Dawn of the Jedi. That's not the official name, but basically. It's 25,000 years prior to the events of Phantom Menace. Basically, it's the origin of the Jedi. Uh, so, you know, that'll be an interesting movie. I would have preferred an Old Republic. This is taking place before even the Old Republic. Maybe it'll show the formation of the Old Republic, which could be like a really cool epic. I, I just want wars, man. It's Star Wars. I want another like big war. I want like a Clone Wars or a Imperial versus Rebel, like galactic scale battle. I don't feel like they did it justice with the sequels with the First Order versus the Resistance. That didn't that didn't have that like grand grandiose scale that I want to see in a Star Wars movie. So I hope they do that with this Dawn of the Jedi movie. And then lastly, we have honestly a huge shock. They are um it's like a Jedi Academy-esque movie. It, it's a uh, sequel to the sequels. So it's going to have Daisy Daisy Ridley in it, which is cool i guess if you like ray i liked ray in in last jedi and and force awakens but rise of skywalker no i'm sorry we don't talk about that movie yeah we don't talk about that movie um so daisy really is coming back it's supposed to take 15 years supposed to take place 15 years after uh rise of skywalker so i don't know man like that's probably the movie i'm most skeptical about yeah i think that um my opinion on those is that I think that Dawn of the Jedi will definitely be the most unique and for me probably the most interesting. I don't know if I'll necessarily like what they conceptualize, but if it becomes something, because I mean, I think we should also add that every single one of these movies is like heavy, heavy asterisk that they very likely could get canceled and scanned and there's no like guarantee these are coming out. So yeah, and this, this just confirmed also like, they totally canceled the uh, what, 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 what was the X Wing movie Squadrons or oh, something Rogue like. Squadron yeah Rogue Ro- Squadron was that what it's called Okay yeah they canceled that it looks like because they didn't mention it that at all and said these are the only it sounded like at least these are the only Star Wars movies we're going to make and they also canceled whatever Taika Waititi was working on 
that had no mention. They didn't bring him out, so I assume that's canceled now. That's that's crazy, man. There was there was a lot of like promised movies by like Bob Iger and and Kathleen Kennedy in the last couple of years, and they've all gotten canceled. And it is strange to see Kathleen Kennedy come out again and announce more movies that you know her track record nothing the last couple of years isn't great. Of like, can we really expect these movies to actually happen? I'd say. I'd say it's a for sure bet that Dave Filoni is going to get his movie. That there's that's going to absolutely happen. Unfortunately, that that is that is a for sure thing. As for the other two movies, especially the one with Dave C. Ridley, I'm still very skeptical about. Um, Dawn of the Jedi could get nixed, um, but it does have a lot of potential because it's like completely new era. We don't know anything about it. There's no. I know there's some legends content about it, but there's nothing canon about that era of Star Wars. So. That sounds like a nice fresher breath air that we could use, not just within Star Wars, but of course in Lego Star Wars. Maybe we'll finally get some really new and innovative Lego Star Wars sets. I'd love that. I think that Dawn of the Jedi is probably the most exciting of them. And I think that the least exciting is clearly the Filoni one. I can't stand all of that crap. And it's just going to... I He should not I just, have this. I'm sorry. He should not have I, this movie. I, I disagree. I, I'm going to just to go out on an assumption here and assume it's a big Thrawn movie and, and that, that's going to be the baddie. And so you're going to have all the Ahsoka, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, all these characters we've been introduced to on Disney Plus. We're just going to have a big, giant battle against uh, Thrawn, which, you know. I don't think Avengers works with Star Wars. Like, I, I don't see that working. I'm sorry. Like, it's just not. It They ruined Book of Boba Fett Avengerizing it because half the show was about freaking Mando. I just, like, I, I don't want to see this crappy interconnectedness. It's so irritating. And, I mean, I have my opinions on Filoni's current creations and Favreau's creations, but, like, it just stop. It's not going to work, and I don't think it'll work at all. And that's probably why they're doing a straight-to-TV, a straight-to, like, Disney Plus movie on this, because I, I don't think theatrically... that is that a word? I don't think that theatrically it would work. I, I don't Eric- think so. Aaron, have you have you seen Avatar: The Last Airbender, the uh, animated show? I have, show? I have. Yes. Have you seen the whole show? I have. Yes. Well, you know, Dave Filoni created and worked on a lot of that. Uh, I I first don't season. dislike Dave Filoni. I don't know what you think. I I love Dave Filoni's work up until 2019. Immediately following 2019, I despise his work. Everything before, I'm a huge fan of. It's so all the this, exception all this animated stuff. Of season basically. seven. You just yes. don't like the live action yes. stuff he's made. I okay. love Clone Wars. I really like Rebels. I love Avatar Last Day. I don't love it. I mean, I watched it as a kid. Not a huge fan, but it's a good enough show. I what love about, Clone Wars. What about Tales of the Jedi? That's something new. <clears throat> ah, let me... Okay, so the Count Dooku stuff was cool. Okay? The Ahsoka stuff was the single worst pieces of Star Wars content we've received in the last two years. And I know that's a bold statement for me, considering my opinion on Star Wars content in the last two years. The Ahsoka episodes were so unbelievably unnecessary, I just don't understand why they were created. I, I don't... The first episode, boring. I, I fell asleep. It was like 15 minutes I was gone. The second episode, which was like the, the Jedi... Like, it, it's just so unnecessary. And I understand it was like an anthology movie. But still, like... it. Just so bad. The Qui-Gon stuff was cool, but no, the Ahsoka stuff was a complete waste. And, I I disagree. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I really enjoyed it. And and actually, um, my girlfriend was watching it with me too, and she thought Tales of the Jedi was awesome. And I was like, oh, really? You thought these shorts were really good? 
there's also this show called The Clone Wars that we could watch. And she was like, okay. And so we've started watching Clone Wars together. Um, so that, in my opinion, shows that it can bring in like new Star Wars fans. And so I, I would consider that a success. And as a diehard Clone Wars uh, fan, like that was, it was, it was perfect. I loved all those episodes. I know you didn't like them, but I, I loved them. And speaking of Tales of the Jedi, some of the news coming out today is there is getting a season, uh, we are going to be getting a season two of Tales of the Jedi that was announced today. I don't see a date. It's probably going to be end of this year, beginning of next year, if I had to make a guess. Probably. I I don't see, I mean, it probably doesn't take too long to make those those shorts. They don't seem very high in the uh, thought department in terms of how long it will take to make a script personally but yeah i don't know it's not it's not my thing i think that all the shows right now are bad but also i just want to add david Man. i watched i watched all i'm caught up on mando and i watched bad batch i'm okay. proud of you i'm proud of so you. so I, I i can formulate a more informed hateful hateful opinion and that more informed hateful opinion is as follows mando is a garbage tv show now that has absolutely no plot and no <laughs> overarching plot. I don't comprehend the garbage that is that show. Okay, the newest episode, I, I can't. Okay, Bro, it's just bad. We got we got live action B one battle droids. Oh wow! I can go watch the Phantom Menace. <laughs> but they but they don't have Matthew Wood's voice, the the funny Clone Wars voice. Ah, uh, yeah, I I just. The fact that you're trying to justify Mando as a good show with the point of talking B1 droids is really showing how n- that show has nothing to offer. No, no, I totally agreed. So the the latest episode was the one with um, Lizzo and Jack Black, and um, hopefully everybody listening to this has already seen the episode, so apologize for spoilers. If not, but... if not really, you're not missing anything. You you missed nothing. <laughs> you no, missed I, nothing I, of I value. I disagree. There was, a vi- there was a very big event at the end with Bogotan and Mando with the Darksaber and all of that, and yeah. I thought that was, a, that was a pretty cool little dual battle and everything. Um, I, I agree, though, that like that was probably... That was probably the weakest episode of season three so far. Um, They've all been I, weak. None of them I was ex- strong. I was excited to see Jack Black. I actually love him. Um, but I didn't know who Lizzo was. Actually, I don't listen to her music. Didn't know the artist at all. So I just thought it was just a random actress, right? When when I was watching the show, I I, did, I wasn't caught up on Twitter or anything. I, I didn't know until after I had seen the episode. Um, and so as I was watching it, I was like, Huh, I wonder if this person is like well known, like because I didn't recognize her literally at all. But what I did recognize while watching the episode, I was like, she doesn't, she doesn't really act well. Um, and then yeah, no, she's upon, a singer, like yeah. yeah, she's definitely stick to singing or rapping. Um, that I did, you, you could tell that she didn't act much or never has acted. You know, you have a lot of seasoned actors in that show, and and you could she kind of stuck out like a sore thumb, but. And also, that was Christopher Lloyd, right? Yeah, and then we, yeah, that's right. We got from Back to the Future, um, Doc Brown. Um, that was cool seeing him, but there's it, it's, it's too many cameo, like big star cameos in one episode. Like it was it was overwhelming and, and kind of almost took me out of the episode. Yeah, what took me out of the episode was the opening text. That really took me out. Um, oh no, you didn't. You didn't. Okay, I gotta say the Mon Calamari like romance thing and, and the Quarren. I. I was laughing. I thought it was so funny. I enjoyed that actually. Uh, 
And I enjoyed like the Mandalorian aspect of them, just like now nah, we're just for hire, and this is what like we're doing right now. I I thought all that was super interesting, and I I was literally just dying over the Mon Calamari thing. That was he, I teenager, don't know how the teenager was so funny. I I don't know. I actually really enjoyed that. I just I did not, and you know it's funny because I'm I'm actually in the U.S. right now, and I'm at my brother's house, and my brother has like the same Star Wars opinion as you, like to a T. Not not to oh. a T, but like. He was watching the episode in in the living room, and I was watching it in the room I'm in right now. And you know, he was just enjoying the episode. He was laughing it up, having a great time. I walk out the room like this is garbage, and he's like, "Yeah, go away." And it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that he's enjoying something, but like, I just don't find any inherent value in those episodes. Like, it's just that was no, like I... the definition of like a garbage filler episode. And that's been all of what season three has been is just filler. Like, there is no sustenance. What like. It's just there, and it's all so bad. Yeah, the, the season three has definitely been the weakest of the show so far. So, um, you know, here's hoping, crossing my fingers, that we're going on the last two finale episodes, uh, or last two, like, episodes are supposed to be, like, part one, part two. Um, so fingers crossed that there'll be solid episodes and that, you know, I, I've heard, because it actually did the premiere at Celebration, I've already been hearing that it's it's looking to be pretty cool episodes, so... We'll just wait and yeah, see. Yeah, of course so... the people at Celebration will say that. Well, the, people, we'll have... the people that pay to go to Celebration are like the hardest Star Wars fans who like just love everything they put out. So of course they're going to say it's good. Okay, like they're, they're, that's not a that's not a, like a reputable source of, of critique. No, no, no. Okay. I, okay, so specifically I, I love Star Wars Explained. Alex and Molly, they're awesome people. Um, I even went on to one of their um, uh, live streams a couple weeks ago for a Bad Batch episode, the mid-season finale. You guys should go watch that. I uh, it was awesome being a, a guest on their um, on their show on YouTube. Anyhow, I, so I, they're they're one of my favorites to follow. And Alex's opinion of the newest Mando episode was pretty negative. Like it was, the, he's normally like pretty go happy. Like we'll we'll totally take the positive out of Star Wars. But this was the first time where he was just like, this wasn't for me. Like the writing was bad. Like nah like some aspects okay but like it was all over the place and so with his i i really respect him as well as his wife uh molly and so seeing him saying the finale was really good um gives me hope i mean re uh, rebellions are built on hope oh and i was I gonna know, say that i was gonna say that you oh know my god and, <laughs> that that means literally nothing to me because I have zero hope for the finale. It's just going to be a collection of garbage. I'm sorry. Are the next episodes actually the finale? It is. Are they? I thought that's what you said. No, 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 no. no. So, um, we have one more episode before the finale, but it's supposed to be a two-parter. So, like, wow, yeah, they've introduced nothing. I there don't is know. no overarching story. Yeah, I, I really think Ahsoka is going to kind of introduce this bigger world uh of of the after return of the jedi period than what we've oh, really God. seen so you know, far with mandalorian dave filoni like spoke to john favreau about early mcu and now they're just like trying to replicate that and it's not working all right so like, we probably we probably have ranted enough on uh mandalorian both positive and negative um just want to finish up by they also showed some footage of andor season two i was they didn't publicly show it only people at star Wars celebration got to see it but so far it looks to be just as good as like the cinematography everybody was yes. raving about the cinematography again like 
It looks incredible. They're still filming it right now. They're not going to finish until later this summer to finish fil uh, filming season two, which is the final season for or Andor. And t uh, Tony Gilroy also announced, uh, I think yesterday, that uh, season two is expected to be released August of 2024. So we're uh, 16 months away from that, which is so far, but I will totally wait, uh, like, I will I will be very patient and wait for that and be so excited for Andor to return. Andor is so good. I cannot wait. It's so good. Yeah, so that's really exciting. And then they also um they also talked about the Acolyte. We're supposed to get that next year in twenty twenty four. I don't know when Skeleton Crew is supposed to release, but that's supposed to be coming soon as well. I imagine the end of this year, beginning of the next year, because that seems most likely given that we're the next Star Wars show after Mandalorian is gonna be Ahsoka. And then we don't know what happens after that. I imagine we're also supposed to get Star Wars Visions uh, Season 2, which I'm actually very excited about. I like the uh, the little anime shorts that we got last year, I think it was. Um, so a lot of Star Wars content. Just to kind of wrap up this big celebration news. I love how you said quickly go over this, and we just ranted about it for like 15 minutes, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, I, I realize now that this is a Lego podcast, so we're, we just spend the last 20 minutes talking about Star Wars, so... Yeah, we should quickly um, move on to the next topic, which I'll introduce, is uh, <laughs> the X-Wing. The new UCS LEGO Star Wars X-Wing has been revealed. Uh, I don't know the set number because it's not worth remembering, and the price is 240 overpriced dollars. And, uh, David, I'll let you go first because I, I will take longer. Okay. All right. Let me let me pull it up again uh, so I, I, I can read you all the specs. So as Aaron stated, two hundred forty dollars, nineteen, yeah, one thousand nine hundred forty-nine pieces. Just to give you guys perspective, the old twenty thirteen X-wing UCS X-wing had fifteen hundred pieces, and that was two hundred dollars. So surprisingly, the piece count is in line with the increased price uh, differences, if that makes sense. So like we got fifteen hundred pieces for two hundred dollars, and now we're getting almost two thousand pieces for two hundred forty. So at least in that aspect. The excuse me, the price per piece ratio is decent. Uh, we are getting a really good looking Luke Skywalker minifigure, by far the best version of uh, and his orange getup that we've ever seen. He's getting arm printing that looks great. I assume the R two D two that's included does have a back sided print, which will be, I believe, new and exclusive to the set as well. Um, I'll have my uh, or not. I'll have my review copy in uh, just a few days, and I'll get to build this. But I saw this before anybody leaked it, so I, I, you know, I saw what it looked like, and honestly, my first impression was something seems off about this. And I started looking at it, and it was the biggest thing that was like sticking out like a sore thumb was these new engines. Like it was created a brand new panel piece specifically for this set. It's it's going to be uh, premiering in this set, if you will. It'll be a first time. And it just, it's, it just, it's throwing me off. I've looked at comparison to the 2013 version of the X-Wing, and the engines are significantly bigger. Supposedly, it's more accurate. They made the body a little bit different. I mean, there's a lot to say about this, but, you know, I'll say, I'll say some of my opinions for my review, but there's good aspects about the set. Like, it, I guess there's a lot of, like, there little details. There, <laughs> there's little, like, details. Like, the X uh, of the X-Wing gets like they, they expand bigger and there's better part usage. Like I like how they're using the little flippers on the, uh, on the um, blaster area and there's printed plaque now in a UCS set. So that's nice. And 
there's a printed windshield. I have to say the printed windshield is is actually like I'm happy about that because if you guys didn't know, the 2013 version of the X-Wing, the UCS X-Wing, had a sticker for the windshield and it was the worst sticker ever made by Lego, ever. It was the most complicated sticker you will ever put on a windshield on, on any piece of Lego and I can't believe anybody thought it was a good idea. So I'm happy to see it's a print now that seems to me there is no stickers in this set. So that's that's the good side. But I'd say overall, you know, the design just throws me off. I, I want to build it in person and, and, and fully like examine it and compare it. I have the 2013 version. I don't have the original 1999 or 2000 version, um, but I will be comparing it to the 2013 version. But I've seen a lot of people very mixed, mostly negative about this set. A lot of people saying they're going to pass on that. So on that note, Aaron, take it away. You just said um, the worst sticker Legos ever designed, and I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna take that phrase and I'm gonna replace sticker with UCS set and just drop that bad boy in there. This is this is <laughs> by long and by far the single worst Lego Star Wars UCS set we've ever gotten, and I, I I'm saying that keeping in mind the early 2000s UCS sets that were like fragile garbage and not garbage but like. You pick it up with fall apart type sets. And I'm even counting the, the first UCS X-Wing. Some people might not know. Before 2013, there was the uh, 2001 UCS X-Wing, which is a mutt. It's, it's older, but, you know, it still looks, even with the pieces that are 22 years old, it still looks like a thousand times better than whatever this horrendous pile of garbage is. This set has so many flaws, and the only redeeming qualities are the new pieces. Okay? That is it. The, the figure, cool. That's not the build. Yes, the figure is cool. Objectively, good figure. Okay, cool. Printed panel or printed tile? Yeah, it's great. They said they'd do that, like, what, at the Razor Crest? They didn't do it for the UCS set that came out between the Razor Crest and this one, which was... There um, has been there has been no UCS set between the Razor Crest and this one. Okay, they didn't do it for the Razor Crest, even though they announced it with the Razor That's a minuscule complaint. That's not my, that's not my point in lies. The whole set... Why is the nose so thick? Okay, like it is has it has more pieces than the 2013 one, and they like put the pieces in the nose for some inexplicable reason. The 2013 one looks so much better. The X-wing is a streamlined, triangular, rounded like I don't know how to describe that shape. Like it, it it slants and it goes towards the center point. And the UCS X-wing looks so horrendous. The transition from tile to slope is downright disgusting. They did a horrible job. I'm sorry. They did a, a god-awful job. And now, go all men, the wings, the S-foils. Holy crap. I have a conspiracy theory. Those flippers they use on the cannons, I'm pretty certain that caused the ginormous gap in the, in the uh, wings. Because there's so much promotional material that, like, focuses on the flippers. Like, oh, wow, we got the cool gun guards. I'm, like, 90% certain that those... Stupid flippers made the wings look so big. The X-Wing, when not deployed at X-Foil position, should look like a streamlined, single wing. David, please tell me, with all honesty, when the S-Foils are closed on that set, does it look streamlined? I'm looking at it right now with the wings closed, and there is a big gap. Oh, a big gap? No, there's like a minifigure size gap, okay? That gap is a tr That gap should have been the first thing they, like, got out of that set in the design phase. That that, sh that should not have gone to production with a gap that ginormous. That is just downright disgusting. 
And that's probably why I call it the most, the worst Lego UCS that we've gotten. I mean, ever, like I said. You know, there is, it's $240, which is just too much money. And the figure is cool enough, but I'll just buy it on Bricklink. It, it's going to get, I just, I, 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 I'm so, I'm at the point with Lego Star Wars where I'm just like, it, it, it's downhill. And I cannot find, a, like, I can find a redeeming quality here and there. The, the perv panel piece on the engine, that's a great piece. I'll give them that. But that, that piece ruins the engine as well. The engine is just too massive. Like, yeah. yeah, the X-Wing engines aren't small, but, like, the chunkiness of those engines is just ridiculous, man. Like, who... So I, I take back what yeah, I said. There, there is some stickers in this that I'm looking inside the cockpit. There's some, uh, the control panels. It looks like there's stickers for that, unfortunately. So not everything is printed. The windshield and the placard are at least printed, which is good. It's good. That's, that, that, is, that, is a, that is better than what we've gotten in the previous version. However... I'll make I, the excuses. It's not better. They no, no, could no, no, easily print I, it. I'm ready to rant about Lego for a quick second. All right. Oh, please. Oh, please be my I, guest. I, I, I do. I, I'm okay. So I got to. We, as part of the Lego Ambassador Network, we get something called press guest that, that has all of these lifestyle images, all the box art, you know, a description about the set, how much it's going to cost, yada yada yada. And in that press kit, and I believe it was released online is a variety of lifestyle images, one of which does have this new printed plaque where the middle of the plaque, there, it, on a 8x16 tile piece, you can clearly see the quote-unquote sprue mark. That is where the injection of the plastic happens. And a lot of LEGO fans of the years have always complained about sprue marks on a variety of LEGO pieces, but it's definitely noticeable on an 8x16 tile. But it is what it is. It kind of just makes it look like more like Lego, I guess. So it, it never really bothered me. I, I don't really care that much about it. Some fans go crazy about it. I'm not one of those. But one of the images in the lifestyle images did have the sprue mark photoshopped out because you can compare the different images. Uh, there's like an image of the X-Wing kind of far away and you can see the same plaque and you can see the sprue mark on it. And on a closer up image of the plaque, they photoshopped that sprue mark out, which is, that is unbelievable. I can't believe marketing you know, said that was okay. That That's not okay. You're kind of lying to your consumers. That's I know. That's just, <laughs> well, it's a straight up lie. I, yeah, it is. And I complained about this. I, I told uh, people on the Ambassador Network about this. And, you know, it was rightfully called out by other LEGO Star Wars fans. And, I, I, I cannot believe they did that. Like, just leave it in. Like, okay, yeah, it's ugly, but if it's that ugly that you need to Photoshop it out, then that says something that maybe you should change the mold. No, that'd be that'd be too much uh, positive change at Lego, and they're a big fan of of negative change. They they like uh, they like keeping us annoyed, and it, it I just. I don't get the set. I mean, yeah, they could have done so good. Like, the possibility at this price piece, with current pieces, you could build so many great things. I'm not saying I can, okay? But you definitely could as a designer, especially if, if you're allowed to create new pieces like this panel. Or, like, I, there's so many better ways they could have made this set, and they just did not. And, like, I just can't unsee this stupid gap the gap is so, and the front nose, it's just disgusting. All of it combined. It's just so bad. So, 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 so bad. And 
Honestly, honestly, I'm just going to do a quick plug here for my friend Inthert. If you want a Lego X-Wing, save half the money. Go to his Instagram, uh, Inthert's Lego, I think it is. He has a, in his bio, he has like free instructions and a parts list for his brand new X-Wing mock. It is one of the greatest looking Lego models I've ever seen. It has a stand. It has accurate angles. It has accurate wing closing gaps, accurate cannons, everything. And it's, it's so good. And it costs like half the money. And if you want an X-Wing displays piece, that is absolutely what you should do. And you should not buy this, this monstrosity of a Lego set, this, this disappointment and, and just, just garbage. I'm sorry. Yeah. And the sprue mark issue has never been an issue because previously all UCS plaques were stickers. So when the sticker would cover it, you wouldn't see the sprue mark. But now that it's printed, you can clearly see that. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm just surprised that like nobody thought about this. Like, oh, if we print it, you're going to see this mark. Is, is that going to cause issues? Uh, no. Let's go to production. Let's do it. They do it. And oh, look at these I mean, lifestyle the images. Reason. It's the same reason, like, these canceled sets happen. There's no communication. They're not talking. Like, clearly, that's the disconnect. Mm-hmm. There's obviously somebody in marketing or in the Photoshop team, wherever the heck, who are, like, deciding, oh, this looks horrible. Let's probably just, like, the, the test model. Let's remove the, the screw hole. And then, you know, where design is like, no, that's how it's supposed to be. Like, why? how are these decisions happening? Like, yeah. how is how does a multi-billion dollar corporation, the biggest company in the country of Denmark, have such horrific communication issues to this point where they're canceling sets at a breakneck speed they're you know doing these like horribly false advertising images and also just like the disconnect in general i i just don't get it i i, yeah. I don't understand it i completely agree and you know guys i i just want to make it very clear i i don't care that the sprue mark is there on a, on a printed plaque like that doesn't bother me it's very much just the fact that they photoshopped it out of a marketing image like that is not okay. That is just, in my opinion, that's not okay. You are lying to your fan base. And, and that, that just makes me really sad. It's disappointing and it makes me sad. And I really hope that they learn from this. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think they will, unfortunately. And I know that I'm super pessimistic. I don't want to sound like that type of person, but like, you know, when it comes out that I, no, when it comes out, but like when, when eventually, most Lego fans start understanding and seeing it the way I am, it'll become understandable. And, you know, I used to not be this way. Like, half a year ago, I was I never had these type of opinions. It's just that, like, after continual frustration and stupidity, you just get to this point where, like, what, like, what is going on? Like, I don't want to hate this product. I have a freaking podcast about this product. I buy thousands of dollars of this product. But the company just seemingly is, like, in like I'm going a completely opposite direction to everything that it should be doing, and yeah, I know it's my opinion, but <clears throat> I generally don't think it's like a, a, a only my opinion type thing. I, yeah. I, I like it's just so this X wing is so ex- exemplifies exactly what I'm talking about. It's just that it, there is no joy, and not joy, but like I, I don't know what I'm looking for right now. I don't know what I'm thinking of, but there, there is no passion it seems like it just seems like a a thing to put out there's no like this set feels so rushed and trashy just because of how bad it is and the fact that they're made a fourth flagship thing is just absurd but yeah and that, that that's my rant on the x-wing it's just terrible i agree um so let's go ahead and just move on to our next topic i think we've ranted enough 
again, I'll, I'll, I'll have a review copy and um, I'll have a review coming out for the X-Wing in uh, just a few days. So make sure you guys look out for that. I'll have my full opinions about the X-Wing in that review. Um, so hopefully it is better in person. Um, you know, I, I'm not that, I'm not the hope in, or I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just going to build it and compare it and, and go from there when we just one step at a time. Yeah. And um, I mean, if I just had to say one more thing, negative, and I'm sorry, why is the R2 so small? Like it, I, I, that's it. And that, that, that's why is it so small? Why is the R2 so tiny? It should clearly be the 4x4 dome piece R2 instead of the figure R2. Because it is like, look at the next thing. That, that is not what R2 looks like. But yeah, uh, let's go ahead and move on. Um, what's our next topic? Yeah, so I want to quickly talk about, there has been a lot of talk in the town about LEGO Star Wars rumors. Uh, I can't go too crazy into this. I don't know anything um, other than what's already been released. I genuinely don't genuinely don't know what's coming later this year right now. Um, so I can't go crazy about rumors, but we can at least talk about it a little bit. So the biggest rumor that I really want to talk about is supposedly we might get another playset gunship this year, later this year in the fall. That's the rumor right now. Aaron? I... Yeah, um, I think I'll I'll take the uh, the lead on this one. It, it came out originally that it was gonna be like a regular gunship with uh with Padme, Palpatine, some shock troopers, and I think a day later the rumor changed to like it's gonna be a Coruscant gunship, which I think is quite funny because it's gonna instead of being like the the white gunship people could army build with, it's gonna be like this super niche, dark red painted gunship that uh really cannot be army built that that successfully or that like practically. So, I, I think it's cool. I mean, we haven't had a place to go about chip in 10 years. Oh my god, I'm old. In 10 years. So, I think that it, it's definitely due for an update. I, would I appreciate a, a white gunship more? Probably, yeah. But, frankly, at this point, I'm just, I'm ready to be disappointed. Which sucks to have that opinion. But, you know, I hope the figures are good. And that's, that's, that's my hope on that point. If it comes out, if this set is real. Yeah, from the rumors, uh, if, if it's true then I would love the figures that had come in the set. I think the figure lineup is perfect, spot on, excellent. But the fact that it could be a Coruscant gunship, which you can briefly see in Star Wars The Clone Wars, specifically Season 6, Episode 7, which is the ending of a Clovis arc with Padme. Um, I don't remember what planet it is. It's basically, if you guys remember, it's it's Scipio. Okay. Uh, It's the planet where Commander Thorne, we see him, uh, it's it it's where he dies. Like he, when he flies in, he flies on these red uh, Coruscant gunships, and it's the only time we see him. It's only within ten minutes of one Clone Wars episode, and supposedly rumor is is that we, we're, we'll get a Lego set of that. And I really hope that's not true, man. I really hope I mean, that's it not true. Be the first time, like there is other Lego sets that exist. Uh... Only from less than ten minutes. I mean, if you think about it, the hyena droid bomber set that is in the show for less than ten minutes. The the pirate tank set that's in the show for less than ten minutes. You know, it's not unfound to have a like small thing made into a set. The V nineteen torrent is not in the show that much, really, really, like honestly speaking. So it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. And I, like I said, I think it'll be a cool set either way. But I think that the community will be a lot more angry if it's not. Uh, just a white and dark red gunship. 
Yeah, I'm in the camp of I want a regular gunship. I don't. Okay, I, I'm a, I'm for custom gunships. So like the Monolith Ten uh, gunship from the OG Clone Wars show with the Arc Troopers. That was a very cool version. Um, there's the like 501st version with the lights and the like blue markings that we see on the Ambara arc. There's the Plo Koon version. There's the Imperial version that we see in the Bad Batch that's grayed out with the white. And so there's multiple versions of the gunship. You know, that is very clear throughout the Clone Wars as well as through Bad Batch. But man, I, it, I, this is just the worst custom version to choose in my opinion, if this is true, like, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just going to be super disappointed if this is the case. I think that that really just helps uh, reinforce what I was saying about the X thing. Like, there's such a disconnect. No uh-huh. Star Wars fan, like genuinely speaking, wants this set. Plenty will be okay with it, but I I don't think anyone's like craving it, right? Like, who wants this, man? Like, if it is the Coruscant one, that's just like horrible decision making from Lego again. And yeah. It just it's like it's a trend at this point. You can you can pattern recognize and it's just I hate to keep sounding like a broken record. It is it's just a pattern and it's repeating and it's continuing. But yeah, I, I don't really know what the other rumors are. Um I think that there is Ahsoka's like some Ahsoka set that's got rumored and then like I think a ghost. Uh they're going to make remake the Lego Ghost, which I think is an overdue and welcomed uh Lego set, that's for sure. Um depending on the figure selection too. And then I think that they're going to make, you know, the rumors are, I, I, I don't remember the rest of them actually. Yeah. Um, there was any. Uh, the Swamp Speeder. And, uh, oh, we've had and that We're supposed to be though. getting some yeah. Ahsoka, uh, Ahsoka sets as well. And then there's a big rumor about the next UCS set. Yeah, the the rumor of the UCS set is uh, it's a Venator, which yeah. I think would be great. I think if they get the same guy to make that, they made the uh, Star Destroyer from 2019. That's bound to be a good set. I do think uh, the rumored figure selection for that set is a uh, a Captain Rex and Admiral Yularen. I think it'll be absolutely hilarious if Lego puts Captain Rex, what I would say is probably the most desirable Lego Star Wars figure ever, in a six seven hundred dollar Lego set. Is the like most hilarious thing to me because it's just like it's so clear that the main people who want this are like a bunch of kids. Or just like fans who don't want to drop almost a grand after tax and all that on a Lego set, and it, that's just like it. The same disconnect. Like Rex should be in a twenty dollars set. Okay, all right. Look, objectively, here's here's my theory about Captain Rex being in a UCS vendor. I do not think he will stay as an exclusive figure for that set. However, that specific version of Captain Rex, it's rumored that he'll have like a band aid on the side of his head, like we see. And the finale of season seven, the ending of the Clone Wars show, when he gets in his inhibitor chip removed. Uh, that's the rumor that we'll get a print on the side of his head uh, showing that. And I think that will be the only truly exclusive part about that figure in the Venator is that specific head print. I think we're going to get Captain Rex Phase 2 and any other future LEGO Star Wars set, and it'll just won't have that inhibitor removed head. That will be the only exclusive um print that is that is my guess i don't know anything about this set but if i had to guess because otherwise it wouldn't make any sense at all for lego to make you know put 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 that barrier of a 650 dollar price tag in front of you know 
a, a child who just wants a Captain Rex minifigure. I think that's exactly what Lego would do. I mean, that, that, that is, I would not put that beyond them. I'm sorry, I just wouldn't. Like, it, I, like, Cody is uh, like not nearly as expensive, but to a kid, I mean, at that point, a kid who's making an allowance or whatever, what's the difference between 140 bucks and 100 and 600 bucks at that point? You know, it's like, it's a stupid barrier. And why is Cody not in like a $20 set? Why, why are they making the figure more valuable? I don't know. They don't Le care. Lego, it costs them two cents to make. Lego knows how much fans want a Captain Rex minifigure. Um, I remember talking to. Oh, yeah. I remember talking to the graphic designer uh, on the Lego Star Wars team about this, and he very clearly had had known the demand for the figure. Um, so they they're very aware of how how I mean, big Lego demand is, is. So well, Lego should be like extremely aware of of the uh, of. And analytics in terms of like one of desirable Lego Star Wars figures. Well, yeah, they they, they, they own the Bricklink. They own Bricklink, yeah. so they can see all the data. They, they see Rex is selling for you know what two hundred bucks in America, one hundred fifty everywhere else, uh -huh. two hundred fifty bucks in America. Like they know, they know that people want this, and, and the fact that they're just like not because I remember twenty twenty before Clone Wars, Rex was like on the high side, fifty bucks. Uh -huh. And now, like, what? Look at it. It's just stupid. And Bro. the fact that they're just not making it is insane. Aaron, you know what I regret? I remember I bought 50 of the Phase 2 Captain Rex helmets, 50 of those from the Bark Speeder set back in the day. And I bought 50 of those off Bricklink for like maybe $2 each. And I bought them because I was making an old man Captain Rex Rebels, a custom version. And that was, I was selling that through Minifix for You. And. Uh, I wanted to include a Captain Rex helmet, so I, I bought the official Lego version, included that with that figure, and oh man, like the value of that helmet alone is probably like fifty dollars. I uh, yeah, and the pauldron is just the stupidest part. The pauldron is like seventy alone now, and it's like this came in a thirty dollars set, man, and it was not a rare set. This is just I also capitalism at its worst. I also had a I had two sealed Bark Speeder sets with Captain Rex in it. Um, I had two of those sealed, and I sold them during the pandemic on my Bricklink store too. I I thought I was selling them for like a really high price. I think I ended up selling the set for two seventy sealed, which was high in my eyes because it was a thirty dollars set, right? Um, but come come now, that set's worth like five six hundred dollars sealed now. God and Rex is just. It and Wolf is the same way. Like, Wolf is to a lesser, but, like, Lego knows these figures are worth so much, and, you know, they're getting 3%. Why do they care? Every, every time it sells on Brickland, they get 3% back. That's a good so, point. So, you know, if they're selling a Cloud City Boba Fett selling for $1,500, that's weird. 1.5K. But Lego's taking their 3%. They're not going to be angry about that. They're going to be like, oh, heck yeah, man. Why would I ever not want this money? I was listening. Just... I was listening to um, Tiago has a has a YouTube channel called Tiago Talks, and he just kind of answers you know questions. It's a common thing for Lego YouTubers to do is make videos about answering fan questions. And I was listening to one of his videos the other day, and he was talking about his experience as a Lego designer. And one of the th uh, the things he brought up was, uh, I think, a question from a fan was, "Did Lego ever tell you the sales numbers of Lego sets? Like, did they ever get really analytical with their designers?" And he couldn't talk too much about it because, you know, confidentiality and all that. But what he did say was that they would have weekly, if not monthly meetings and share the sell, like the the um, analytics of 
what Lego sets are selling the best. And you would know that as a designer. And sometimes you'd get like a, uh, like a, uh, a bonus if your Lego set sells more. And I thought that was super interesting. Um, and so, you know, it kind of just adds another, uh, fact that Lego really does care about selling and, and making sure that the set is popular and, and that it, it's hitting it, its marks and everything. And the, because of the fact that they'll even communicate that to, uh, the designers really shows that in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's funny that you mentioned Lego cares about selling when, uh, to quickly tangent real quick, uh, tangent on this tangent. Uh, I have a, I have a couple of friends who work in Lego stores across the, across the world, actually, you know, some in Europe, some in the U S and unfortunately, David, it seems the Land Rover is not doing too hot. That's good. Uh, they, they, Maybe they it'll go on sale. I'll buy it. <laughs> they can't get rid of that thing. And it's like, that's not a that's not an exclusive issue you know there's so many sets that are just sitting uh-huh. it, they don't move and you know they don't move and it's like that wh- why i still love that, the, that, i still would... love the land, land ugh, excuse me the land rover i i love that set i adore it i'm gonna get it soon i don't know if i'm gonna pay 240 for it or not maybe i'll maybe they'll do what they did for um the black panther and hulkbuster and discount it by like 20 percent or 30 percent Honestly, honestly, buy that over the UCS X-Wing. That, that's my opinion there. <laughs> and okay, if you listened to last I, week's I episode, will, you know how I feel about that. I will say I'm more excited for the Defender than I am excited for the X-Wing. That is sad. That That is just, that is, you as an entity should be excited for the Star Wars set. And the fact that you're not is just sad. I think that, uh, yeah, it's, hopefully that speaks to every one of, of my views and opinions about the X-Wing. It's so bad, but yeah, no, I think that the fact that Lego didn't make a Rex during season seven of the Clone Wars when the value first starts spiking is just stupid. Yeah, screw the consumer. I want a phase one and phase two Rex, honestly, but I really want another phase one because you know I'm working on Geonosis right now. That'd be very helpful. But regardless, you know, I'm I'm very excited to see what a phase two Rex looks like. Um, the other figure rumored in the UCS editor is supposed to be Admiral Ularen, um, and his younger version that we see throughout the Clone Wars show, which honestly, I'd love that. Like that, that would, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a dream come true. I think both of those figures are great. Personally, I would still really like to have some Jedi. So give me Anakin, give me Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, make it like four figures like we see in the, in the Razor Crest. But rumor is two Aaron. figures, I think, um, $650. Uh, the piece count is in line. Honestly, we we just uh, the rumor there was this rumor of it being a Venator just happened within the last week or so, and I think prior to that, all we knew was a piece count and price. And when I saw the five thousand, I think pieces and like six hundred and fifty dollars, I just immediately thought to my head, I was like, the fact that the piece count is so low and it has such a high price, immediately I was like, this is some type of capital ship. And it, it only makes the most sense for it to be a Venator uh, because of the 20th anniversary of Clone Wars. Sure, it could be some type of rebellion or imperial ship from Return of the Jedi. That would be the only other corresponding theme with what LEGO has going on throughout 2023. But I, when I saw that rumor of the, the piece count and price, I already knew it was a Venator. Even though I didn't know that from LEGO, I already thought in my head, it's definitely going to be a Venator. I didn't say that because I didn't want to get in trouble or anything because some people do take whatever I say as facts. So I didn't want to, you know, get in trouble if it wasn't a Venator from Lego. So I sometimes keep my own opinions to myself until other people start talking about it. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that I, I heard a rumor circulating in February, uh, or January or February, I think, uh, that it was, like there was a editor coming, and then the figure selection got rumored as well this year, this last week. So I think that it's definitely probably happening. It makes the most sense. It, like what David just said, I agree. So it'll be interesting. I yeah. think that so, if Rex is price-locked, that's just disgusting. Yeah, it, I, I really think the only thing exclusive will be that head print. I think they're going to bring that figure into other sets. Uh, it'll just be a specific version of Rex exclusive to the Venator. I think the normal Rex figure should come out in another set. Like, If not, that's going to be a big issue. Um, but if I had to make a guess, I, I think that's most likely. Um, so that's my my little speculation. I also want to say that if the you know vendor this whole thing's true about we're getting a UCS vendor later, later this year, um, I'm going to be unbelievably excited. This is a just like with the UCS gunship, I'm going to go out and buy multiples of the set. So you know, sure, I'll get a review copy, but I'm absolutely going to go buy and spend my own money and spend like twelve hundred dollars on two of them. I would not want to build two of these. Like that sounds horrible. That does not sound fun at all. I I will unfortunately, if it comes out, I think the rumor is October first or September first. If it's October first, I'm going to be with you, Aaron. I'm going to be with you in Germany, so I'm not going to be able to. That'd go to be the, funny. I mean, we can go to the Lego store. Me and you can go together and and you know stand in line. But I couldn't buy one because I couldn't bring it back with me on the plane. Yeah, that'd be kind of uh, that really uh. Oh, that'd be painful for you. That would be really, I, I, that would be, I mean, most likely I'll have it obviously before I'll be in Germany for a review, but the fact that I can't even buy it day one because I'll be in another country does make me really sad. That's such a first that's world quite problem. Funny. That's such a first world oh, problem. Oh, beyond first world though. That, that's way beyond first world. Oh <laughs> uh, no, oh, I no. can't buy a $650 Lego said No. Oh no, my my trip to a foreign country because my job allows me to do that was interrupt was like not able to be interrupted by me purchasing a six hundred dollar Lego set to add to my collection worth thousands of dollars. Oh no, <laughs> you know like that just beyond first world. What like? Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean this hobby though. Yeah, this hobby is a is a first world problem. It, everything we everything I've spoken about this last hour is a complete <laughs> first world problem. Yeah, we're all in our we're all just in our little niche hobby just complaining about very minor issues in the grand scheme of life but anywho moving on oh, to for our, sure yeah moving on to our <laughs> next topic um i want to talk about the diorama sets because um i can i can fully talk about them the embargo has been released all that stuff i actually finished building them today so we have the uh the 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 death star throne room um and then we also have the indoor speeder chase uh so indoor speeder chase is eighty dollars the throne room is a hundred dollars Personally, just right off the bat, uh, now that I've built the sets and everything, I love the throne room. It is really well designed, like way better than I was expecting. It literally, I've built custom mocks from, you know, friends like ships and, and dioramas and stuff like that in the past. It feels like that, like the techniques they're utilizing, it, it, it literally just feels like I'm building some type of really specific, well-designed mock. Um, and, and that's high praise to Lego. They, they yeah. knocked it out of the park with that set. Unfortunately, I still think it's probably too, uh, pricey at a hundred bucks. It should probably, oh, it is. I think 90 would have been probably the right price, but a hundred and is stretching it. But you know, and I'm going to talk about this in a future, uh, YouTube video, but 
you know, if you're going on May 4th and, and you're, and you're going to, you want to buy a set to get whatever the promo is, it's rumored to be a Death Star. Um, and, and, you know, get whatever exclusives or, you know, you just want to celebrate Star Wars and, and you're a big Lego fan. I think choosing the, the throne room is, is a good idea, in my opinion, if out of all the sets that we know of. I mean, that that's the probably one of the best well-designed sets of 2023 so far. And then we also have the Endor Speeder Chase, which I also really liked. I thought it was actually a pretty solid set. The speeders are well-designed. I, I just love the set specifically because we're getting more of the fern pieces that we got from the, the new Rivendell set. Like, that just made me... So excited! It's a bad reason to like a set. No, 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 I, I, I know, but it, like as a mock builder, the fern piece is is gold. I love that piece to death. And great, buy I, it on bricks and pieces. If that I can set get more garbage. of them, yeah, you know what that means? The fact that they come in the indoor speeder chase means it's going to be cheaper on Brickling because it was the exclusive to the Rivendell set. Now it's in the indoor no, speeder it chase. No, it won't. Yes, it the will because it's eighty dollars. Yes, I know, but the Rivendell set is five hundred. <laughs> like that's a yeah, that's a big gonna, decrease. Okay. It'll be like a five cent difference. Okay, like l- l- let's calm down. The Endor set is marginally better than the UCS X Wing, and I'll I'll say that for sure. the The throne room looks pretty good. The Endor set is an egregious price gouge of eighty dollars. I cannot believe Lego has the audacity to charge eighty dollars for that trash, which is essentially an upgraded battle pack, and not even include ponchos for the two figures. That that is just like I cannot process. Like that is just stupid, beyond stupid. That set is so emblematic of Lego currently. It's the figures are really bad in comparison to what they could be, and the the price is really bad in what comparison could be. And those trees are just why are they square? A tree is a circle, man. It's not that hard. Like. Stop. They're not it. They're not it. That's my bad. I'm sorry. That's all right. So, so I, 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 don't see I, I, them can, as good. I can speak very clearly about tree building. I, I've built, I've built quite a few in my days, especially if you've seen my Dara mm-hmm. mock. You'll, yeah. you'll, you'll know I, I've built a lot of Lego trees, especially. Oh, I was thinking about Kashyyyk. Oh, well, that, that too. I've built giant trees. <laughs> I built a lot of trees. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, I just, I literally just finished building the set. I actually like the tree design. I think it, Okay, I the oh tree design. God. Yeah, David. No, 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 he, oh, he, he, Dave. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. First off, uh, yeah, sure. I wish they were taller. I wish they weren't cut off like the way they were. But I like what they did because first off, the tree designs I've always used they're very fragile. Like yes, they stay together very well. But the second you try to like play with them and like put them together and stuff, like you got to be really careful and gentle. So getting a well put together tree design where it won't break while you're putting it uh, and and placing it, um, it is tricky in itself. And so Lego obviously has to adhere to those rules because this is a product for their consumers or their customers. And so you know they obviously have a, have to have a good building experience. They can't make stuff that's super fragile. And so I think they played the the balance of like stability and detail perfectly with the tree design. It actually has a lot of possibility to build them much bigger like you could easily build you know three of these trees on top of each other like you could get three of these sets and build those trees like and and three times bigger than they are and it would work and so that's what i really like about the tree design is it its expandability is extremely uh very it's very possible um and i like that unfortunately you know obviously it's not that big what i will say about the indoor speeder chase is it's totally overpriced it should be sixty dollars I mean, I barely like it's just 
I don't know what they're doing charging $80 for that garbage. Like, it is just not worth it. And like I said, the the figures should absolutely have ponchos. Like, the fact that Lego's stopping cloth pieces is just so stupid to me. I agree. Uh, this is just, yeah. It, it is disappointing to see they didn't put a, a poncho on it. So, I don't know, man. Um, Endor Speeder Chase, is, personally... I think it's a good set. It's just completely overpriced. If you can get it for 60 and under, I think it's worth the pickup. I really do. I think it's a Lego store exclusive, right? I don't know if it's an exclusive to anywhere. Um, but the throne room, that's almost worth the retail price. Just because I it, yeah, it, it looks good. The the build experience is is especially highlighting to me um because it, it hasn't felt like any other diorama set so far. We've gotten five now. It was completely different than the other four in terms of the build experience. So if you've built the any if you've built and bought any of the other Lego Star Wars dioramas and you were disappointed with maybe the final product or the build process, the throne room will probably change your mind. You'll be like, wow, okay, now I the throne room really makes the diorama series shine. It shows, okay, we we've now reached a level where this now in my eyes makes a, a lot of sense. Like it is it's it's now hitting a good peak where the rest of the diorama sets that I assume will follow in the next year, maybe maybe we'll get another one this year because we only got two so far. Um the the following the next diorama sets to come, I I really hope they look at the throne room and and use that as an example of techniques, you know, advanced techniques, a good scene. Uh, good minifigures, like, th it's a good example. I, of course, I still think it's overpriced. You know, like I said, I think it should be 90 But because of the well-thought-outness of, if that's a phrase, um, because of how well-thought it is, well-thought the build process and the overall uh, design of it, 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 it's just, it's well done. And I'm very impressed for a LEGO Star Wars set. It, it's, again, like I said, it's one of the best-built sets of um, 2023 so far. Yeah, I can I can see that, and it's probably one of my top sets of 2023, which is um, not really a hard list to climb, if we're going to be honest. Um, but, <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's fine, but yeah, the Endor Chase is just disappointing and, and overpriced, and yeah, the third one looks nice, and I like the uh, the Luke hair piece is nice, and the, the Palpatine eyes, eyes look nice too. I agree, yep. I agree. Um, and then... Good uh, sets. What's that? No, just the saying, yeah. Good set. Um, that's all I really got to say about it. I haven't really looked at them too extensively, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so our next topic is, I, I quickly just want to talk about this, but we're finally, supposedly this year, I hope, uh, we're going to be moving away from PAB cups to PAB boxes. And if you don't know what PAB is, that just stands for Pick-A-Brick. I'm specifically talking about the Lego Pick-A-Brick wall that you can only find in Lego brand retail stores. I've been using the Pick-A-Brick wall for quite literally over a decade now as a resource for my own mocks. And so it has always been a controversy of why does Lego use a round cup given that most of their products are square? And so that is finally changing. Well, I just want to quickly, um, side tangent before we give the information. Uh, I was in Singapore in 2019. Do you want to know what a large pad cup cost there? I don't know, 20 US dollars equivalent? 20, 27, or 30, 34 US dollars. 34 US dollars. Wow, that is expensive. And like they had nothing. It was hilarious. And it's just funny how like it can range region to region. So imagine the PAP cup dimensions, but you get like way more scammed because of how expensive it is. Oh my God. But yeah, 
it, it's it's hilarious. But also Singapore, if you live if you can live in Singapore, you can afford it. So I don't really feel that bad. But <laughs> no, nah, so the um, the Pop Cup is changing to a box. Uh, they were recently seen in a uh, in the Berlin capital flagship store. Um, have you been there in Germany? Obviously, I have. Yes, it's a three floor store. It's insane. It's really cool. Three floors. Wow. And, uh, that is cool. Yeah. Well, one's a half floor, but still, I mean, there's like two staircases. So, but yeah, uh, it's a very cool change. I think that you, it's definitely better for the environment. I've always liked pab cups and having them like to sort. And pab cups are great for like buying one by one studs. Okay. All right. But, I got to. Yeah. I got to interrupt you. Um, I, I hate to be rude, but I, I completely disagree. Pab cups are the worst, man. I hate those. They just sit in a pile. I never use them. I mean, use them as a structural thing in a box. They're also terrible for the environment. You know most consumers are buying like one or two pab cups for their kids. And you know what's going to happen to those cups after they're emptied out on the floor? They're going to get thrown in the trash. And so I can't fathom the amount of plastic waste those cups have uh, accumulated over the past oh, the two amount decades. Of pla- oh, absolutely. Oh, imagine the amount of plastic waste that like Lego bags have uh, accumulated over the last two decades. Oh, like, I know. It's, yeah, it's anything with Lego. But no, I'm surprised you didn't comment on me saying use pad cups as a structural part of a mock. But yeah, um, I, th- I that's agree. A, that's a good I idea. Think... Okay, I'll give you that. That that is useful. That's a horrible idea. What? There's no. That's not a like. I mean, actually, a pillar maybe. Uh, okay, like, I, I, actually, okay. No, I mean, if you if you do it right, you could you could make it work. But um, okay. I also want to say that I did use pad cups for one useful purpose. Okay, this was, I guess, it was back in 2017, right? I used it for the UCS Millennium Falcon. I needed to prop up the Falcon with something so that I could remove the landing gear and install a custom Lego-built stand because the Falcon doesn't come with a sideways stand. And so to do that, I propped it up on, like, five PAB cups, and I was able to, like, literally perfectly fit the stand under the Falcon, snap it in, remove all the landing gear, and it was perfect. Uh, Yeah, I guess, you know what, you just proved yourself wrong, so... I, I guess, guess I you're gonna miss these uh these pad cups, that, but that, no, I think that it's fine. It's a good change, and boxes are cooler in my opinion, and definitely easier to like bring home in the luggage. I know I've had experiences with the friends like uh, over the over the winter. We had a Lego collection here. I had some friends fly in from uh, Norway and England, and they bought some pad cups when we went to the Lego store because their pad is horrible and it's great in Germany, and they just had to like leave the cups with me because it's really hard to fit that shape in a suitcase, uh-huh. especially if it's like a full suitcase. So. I think the boxes are definitely a, a positive change, and obviously the environmental. I I wouldn't say the environmental because I'm pretty sure the boxes are like coated in the plastic, so they're probably equally as bad for the environment as the the cups are. I don't think so. Also, I, I think they're pretty recyclable, from what I can understand. I mean, you know that the the Lego paper bags are completely unrecyclable, right? I saw what they told me when I went to Denmark. Yeah, I know, but you know what? They're covered in the film, so. They are entirely unrecyclable. They are just as bad as plastic. I mean, they probably production-wise, they they produce less uh, pollution, but uh, and 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 uh, and trashing it's the same. And also, given the fact that most consumers won't discard it properly, it'll be even worse. It's like how recycling is just ineffective in Western countries or in any country. So, but yeah, it's, it's a side ecological t- or rant. But no, I think that's fine. Uh, it, it's cool. Uh, less shipping money on cups. Yeah, less I mean, space on cups. The the thing I'm most excited about going to box is obviously, uh, for me, it's the fact that you constantly will see big like eight by eight or 
12 by 12 plates on the pad wall. And you're like, oh yeah, that'd be very useful for a mock. And then you try to start fitting them in the pad cup and you could get maybe like 15 at max in the cup before, you know, you're wasting <laughs> so much valuable space for other smaller pieces. And so it just never made sense to get large pieces off the, off the pad wall. Whenever I'd see them, I just like, got to pass, can't fit them in the cup. But now, now we have yeah, boxes, no. you can actually get tons of plates and it'll be so much cheaper than buying off uh, off BrickLink on on the Pick a Brick online. This is just such a big change that that will make mock builders so happy in my opinion. So, this is a dream come true for me, right? Like you said, it's only exclusive to a German Lego store. I'm hoping this rollout happens throughout this year. It's not going to be something that you know, it's just a nah, test trial. It's Lego. So I, 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 I'm crossing my fingers by, you know, maybe Brick Fair Virginia will finally see the first couple of Lego stores in the U.S. have boxes. I will see. I mean, it's exciting. But yeah, really nothing negative there. Um, but uh, the next thing I want to talk about is I, I just want to do a little self-promotion. You guys should go check out Geonosis. I finally, after two months, finally released a new Geonosian episode. Um, I, I'm very, You did? I did. Did you not watch today? I'm sorry. I'm not a. I'm not subscribed. I mean, I am, but I'm not like a. Oh wow! Wow, week five. Only like six weeks after the last one. Ow, man. That that. Yeah, I'm sorry, David. It, it, come on, you just updated to like building Geonosis and Lego, uh, update five because like week is just such a pejorative. Okay, all right, all right. Look, I I want to <laughs> I want to say something because I see a lot of people talking about that. If you've been a long-term fan of me on Solid Brick City, you've been watching since the Lego Boy days, you'll know that when I first started Kashyyyk, especially in the latter half, like, Kashyyyk went on, I think there was 56 weeks of episodes, which is crazy to think about. Um, but the latter half, like, after week 30, it was never weekly. It, especially, like, week, like, between weeks 40 to 50, I remember there would be literally like one, two, three, four months gap because I was in like senior year of high school at the time. And like people would just think I died or something, but now I was just busy with school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, you're, you're, you're back with Heather. Oh my God. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, it was actually a different girlfriend because I was junior years with, with Heather. But anyhow, um, wow, the player over here. Yeah. Yeah. The player. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was very busy with school. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> School and heavy quotations. Oh my god! Anyhow, yeah. So if you remember, Kashik actually was never weekly either, and and people always go back to Kashik as like, oh, that's where it all started and everything, and it was all weekly and everything. No, it wasn't. It was never weekly. I mean, it was at first. It was the the first half. I I'd, I'd say um, was weekly, but it was fifty. Like I said, fifty six weeks. But if you look at the dates, I started working on Kashik in December twenty thirteen. And the finale came out, I think, in November 2015. You do math. There's 52 weeks in a year. You can see that how it was never weekly. I mean, valid, but it's more fun to make fun of you for this. So I think but, I'll keep doing but it. But I'm just saying that with Geonosis, that even though the... Oh my God, my dog's barking because I banged against my table. He he he. Any sound will uh, set off River, my dog. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, so I apologize to hear him in the background. Um, but just, uh, you know, for the, for the people who are annoyed that I call it week five or what a week seven, whatever with Geonosis, and it's not truly a weekly series, just know it's always been like that. 
Yeah, I, I don't think you'll ever get that message across, if I'm going to be honest with you, man. So, yeah. well, uh, I, I, next I, week, week six, right? But it, I feel like it's associated with my, okay, I'm going to do a little, little marketing here, but it's I feel like it's associated with my brand image, okay? I Like the weekly se- segments, the weekly series of, of building a mock, like I feel like my fan base knows that with me, Solibur Studios, so... I feel like it's really important to keep the weekly thing. I know if people say, well, why don't you call it part one, part two, or uh, episode one or two, or just anything but week. Or uh, I saw somebody joke, that you like, David, at this point, just call it month one, month two, because <laughs> it's basically yeah, every it. month, um, which I think that's fair. <laughs> but like I said, I just I, I associate week with my series, and you know, I've been doing this for, well, like I said, I started Kashyyyk in 2013, at the end, end of 2013, so going on a decade of mock building for my channel so yeah rant over you well i mean solid studios vlogs had some some fire weekly updates to his naboo mock <laughs> that was like 2011 oh my and... god yeah no that was probably like 2010 <clears throat> 2010 i think um that... i love your mock where it's just green plates that slowly slope upwards I w- with a bunch I of was, mtts on it i was so proud of that i i thought it was very cool at the time and <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was pretty uh clones and gunkins working together. Oh, you know, we hadn't even seen that in Clone Wars yet. No, yeah. No, never did. <laughs> Wait, um, didn't didn't they kind of? Yeah, no, I mean no, we saw the no, bomb squad gunkins. troopers on, on Naboo and that whole arc with the was, uh the blue shadow virus, I think, was was the only major I mean Sorry, you said that David David, you said that wrong. The blue shadow wireless, okay? <laughs> And then uh, we also had the um, okay, pretty pretty awesome ending to, I think it was it was the uh, Obi Wan undercover arc. It ended on Naboo, um, and there was that scene with Palpatine and the shield that was all in Naboo, and and you saw Cad Bane. There was Senate commandos, and I think there's clone troopers, Anakin versus Count Duke. That was an awesome episode of the Clone Wars. Actually, I'm really thinking about that. That was that was yeah. good. That was that, massacre. That, that whole was arc massacre. was really cool. The box arc and all that. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, thought it was great. Anyhow, so um, kind of closing things out with a few more things. I quickly want to talk about one of the sets that was revealed like a week ago, uh, the four plus young Jedi adventure set. Uh, a lot of people are joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are joking. Oh, it's a, it's a Jedi temple. I I know a little bit about Jedi uh, temples. It's it's not quite that in my opinion. No, I think it's obviously better than Yuri and Lee's mock. Absolutely. I think Lego saw our mock and was like, we can do better. And they made this. And they did. And they made a $40, 100-piece set that is uh, way overpriced because it has a 4-plus on it. I, I agree. And that's just... But it is so much better than what we got last year for 4-plus, which was that uh, oh, obviously, terrible yeah. ACSC. Lego knew. They didn't even send anybody a review copy of that set because they knew it was not a good set. They knew nobody would care for it. And yeah. The figures are, are cool, but like... Yeah, yeah. For the, not $40. For, for the Young Jedi Adventures, I'm not going to probably watch this. Maybe I'll watch one episode so I understand the set a little bit You'll better. You'll definitely watch it. You're 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 a nice little oh, my Filoni oh. fanboy. This is not Filoni-based, but anyhow... I have to say, uh, I saw I saw the uh, the art poster for the for the Disney Plus show, and the figures look very accurate. I I actually really just want to get this so I can take those figures, and so now I have um, Padawan younglings for my Jedi Temple because I still have the mock built, and I need I still need figures for it. So this this what mock do you this not to have me built? is perfect. I am a, I'm very excited. I'm going to use these figures and put them in my Jedi Temple. 
That's what I'm really excited That's about. That's good, yeah. So, I'll take yeah, it. I'll, I'll take it. It's good to me. Yeah. It's a cool set. It's definitely uh, not $40 cool, but it's cool. No, no. But when it when it goes on sale. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, and I think that um, that wraps up our topics, unless you have a special thing you want to talk about still. Yeah, so stick around for, or not stick around, but make sure you're subscribed on YouTube or you're following the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on all the platforms, guys, so hit us up there and uh, follow us so you make sure you're getting all the new episodes. But next podcast, I'll have a big, big thing to talk about. It's about Lego. There's a big thing happening um, next week for me. I'm really excited about it, and I can't say any more than that. Yeah. And I also think that next week will be our first uh, guest on the podcast. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're excited to have our, our first guest and hope that I'll, next week will hopefully be a, a change of format. Might even do no promises on this at all. And I, I don't know how David feels about it, but maybe uh, we'll do uh, face cams as well with our guest because it makes it more entertaining, I guess. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Like I said, nothing set in stone. We're just excited uh, going forward. Make sure if you have any uh, comments or critiques, leave them down below. I've already gotten my fair share about how annoying I am, so uh, you know, keep them up. I, I love reading them. It's really uh, I can't self-reflecting. I can't wait to see what people think <laughs> of your rants about the X-wing and your and, oh and, yeah, no. and your hate for Dave Filoni. I can't wait to see that as well. I don't hate Dave Filoni. I dislike his current work. Okay, all right. But let's let's be fair. Let's be fair. Well, on that note, guys, thank you all so much for watching uh, this episode of the Brickscast. Make sure you again you follow us and uh, subscribe on our YouTube channel. All that. Let let us know what do you guys think of the podcast. Leave us a comment. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Aaron forgot to record the sponsorship spot, so I'm going to record it myself. A big thanks to me, Oscar, the editor, for editing this podcast and getting it out as quickly as possible. Go ahead and feel free to visit me at www.mrbricktastic.com. I am constantly working on uploading more minifigures and minifigure parts, among other things. If there's anything that you're looking for, feel free to shoot me an email or a message. You can find it on the page. Other than that, have a great day, everyone. We really appreciate you listening and hope you enjoyed the podcast. See you next week.